0: That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. All right. Are we ready, everybody? Everybody in the club. Everybody getting ready to spill the T-E. Who is ready with me? Come on in, guys. Welcome on in. Welcome on in welcome on in hey what's up everybody russ how's it going rachel lee 96 oh my god we're already requesting to join the conversation guys blue uh, blued jesus hi jesus to jesus hi wendy peace right back at you girl trouble welcome on in trouble i just started following you love this hi stacy welcome i felt bad for garcelle I feel bad for Garcelle, but I also feel bad for Erica, and we're going to get into all of it. And I already know you're going to crucify me in the comments, so let's do it, because I'm ready to mention it all. Zach, you look sexy. Oh, thank you. That's so sweet. All right, guys. Come on in, everybody. Come on in. Let's do it. Oof. Okay. So... Before we dive in, we're gonna get into all the Erica and Roe House of Beverly Hills stuff. I just wanna verify that I opened this can and I'm sharing it with all of you because on Monday's episode of the podcast, I talked about how sometimes I put water in the cans to you know and I sip on that. I only and, and people are like, Oh, so you don't really drink your own wine on the show when you say you're getting Lady City. 80% of the time I do, when I'm taping at 9 o'clock in the morning, yeah, no, I don't have a fucking drink at 9 o'clock in the morning, okay? So, yes, yeah, sometimes I will put a little water in it. And I won't say that I'm actually drinking it, but sometimes I'll just take sips for the product placement. But today, as you verified, I opened the can. There is actual rosé in here. Look at that. <sighs> a little AMS ASMR. Is is that how you say it? All right. Are we ready? Should we dive in? Hi, hi, sheesh, sheesh Lucy. Welcome on in, guys. So there is proof that and then to all the fucking people that want to be like, you're drunk, don't drink. I drink like half of these cans when I tape. Okay, I'm not that drunk. Like, calm down. Like, I need it's hard because I'm like, do I need to stop reading the comments? But then I love when you guys leave me nice comments and then I respond to them. Okay, let me let's give it a couple more seconds to let a couple more people shuffle in and then we'll get into the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills stuff. I don't know if we want to talk about Ebony in New York. I don't know if you guys are interested in that. I was just reading the articles about Ebony Ebony K Williams and and wow, this lighting is like really good today. I'm sorry. I'm like ready to ask for my number. Um, I'm going to ask myself out tonight. Hey. So what if you were drunk? But I'm not drunk is the thing, and you're right. So what if I were drunk? That's my own prerogative. That's my own whatever. But people are just like they get nasty. I think it, what it is is once I started talking about Ronald McDonald, all of his little stand girls started trolling me in the comments and leaving me one star reviews on iTunes and like, I don't really give a shit. How many fucks do I give? Zero. Probably a really tactless and tone deaf quote to use for the night. Um, are you looking into the mirror and then in the camera and the iPhone? No, sorry, sorry, sorry. So to clarify, I'm live on, I'm, I have the YouTube set up here and then I have the Instagram live set up here. So uh, for everyone that the regulars know, we go live on Instagram at 630 Pacific, and then I share the broadcast on the YouTube after or like, yeah, immediately after it goes up onto the YouTube. So and I actually think I'm going to upload this episode onto the podcast as well. All right. Are we ready? I think we're ready. Let's dive into it. Okay, so. Oh, thank you. I'm new. I was so lost. Oh, sorry. Sorry, guys. I also realized there are a lot of new people um, in tonight's live that aren't fully aware. And we just started doing the YouTube thing like two weeks ago. So the YouTube thing is also pretty new. Um, Okay, so should we talk about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Because I got my notes ready and I'm not going to I can't promise that you'll love me at the end of this, but I can promise to be honest. That's what I do. Okay, so as you now know, so I was on Up and Adam Live this morning, where I revealed that the issue that we, when we see Erica and Garcelle kind of beef it out on the when they're back at the Link at Kyle's LaQuinta house, that that was because Erica was caught in a hot mic moment. So when, where do I start? Okay, so I have all my notes right here. She didn't know that when she revealed that Tom calls her on a daily basis, that that was going to end up being used in the show. So what ended up happening is that was actually a conversation that she had with Crystal. So she sat down with Crystal and she's like, look, this is a situation. I know we just talked up on this, you know, we went on this hike and I revealed all of this information. She told Crystal, but the crazy part is She didn't tell Garcelle. Garcelle was not part of the conversation when Erica Erica revealed the Tom situation of him calling her on a daily basis. You're gonna be like, "Hold up, wait a minute." We saw it play out on the show. We saw them walking down the hike trail, and the three of them were having a conversation together. That was not real. That was a production edit. They Frankensteined that entire scene to make it look like Garcelle was present. But what happened was, it was only a conversation between Crystal and. Erica and neither of them were on camera and I, the, the cars didn't have cameras either because with like COVID restrictions, most of them travel in the cars alone. They're not traveling in groups. That's why we didn't see them all come up in a group together. They each came in their individual cars because with COVID they weren't allowed to travel in the same car. So they didn't put cameras in the cars. Cause why are you going to film one single bitch rolling up by herself? Even though we, I think we have seen that, but I just don't think that was something that happened on this trip. So, Yes, Erica had the conversation off camera and I guess they didn't realize that their mics were on or they didn't realize that the mic was hot. So producers were listening to Erica tell this to Crystal. The producers then went and told Garcelle what Erica had revealed to Crystal. And then Garcelle later brought it up to Erica as like, hey, I heard that this happened. That was after the fact, though. And so Bits and pieces of their conversations after the fact are what we're hearing in the scene of the three of them walking down the hiking trail. That entire scene of them walking down the hiking trail after they finished talking on the top, none of that is actual, none of that's real. I mean, maybe, you know, them actually walking and you hearing them walking on the rocks, some of those pieces are real, but that was all chopped up and edited together to make it look like Marcel was actually present for that conversation. So when you see, See Erica react to her. So apparently Garcelle brought it up three times on the show. We only saw it happen twice. So there was one time that happened, I guess, off camera where Garcelle brought it up to Erica. And then we see her bring it up again, where she's like, that's the saddest thing that I have ever heard was about Tom. And so and you see Erica and she's kind of doing her makeup and that's when she kind of has that look like, yeah, it, you know, yeah, that that is sad. You're right. But she didn't really like engage. So I guess that's not what the producers wanted. So they pushed it a little bit more and I guess encouraged Garcelle to actually bring it up in front of the other women. And so that's why Garcelle kept pushing it. But she apparently pushed it three times. Um, and that's the third time is when you see Erica kind of snap and have her moment of like, you know, I like she was upset because at that point now you're, you really are kind of just trying to have your moment. You already brought it up once. We already talked about it. You tried to bring it up again on camera. I dodged it because I don't want to talk about it on camera. And now here we are again. So I think more than she was upset with Garcelle, I think she was more upset at the situation and the fact that it looked like producers were really trying to like push it. Um, but, yeah, it was a full-on, like, Frankenstein edit, and it's, it's not what actually happened, and it's not what actually went down. So it's, like, it makes sense that, like, that's why Erica responded so badly. And now that we see Lisa Rena posted on her Instagram story about the whole... Um the fight that went on with the producers. So when we see Erica crying in the restroom at the end of that scene, that is around the time that she started having like a tiff and an issue with the producers because she was upset that like they were really trying to push this. And that's when she's like, I've been honest, I've been open. And yet you guys are, you know, there are some things that don't need to be brought up on camera. And obviously we get that. um, We get that like, She's upset with production but like when you see like and even when I so I went back and I watched this scene like several times and when you listen to some of the things that they actually said um. and first I also want to clarify because I'm pretty sure there are going to be people that are like team Garcelle and and, you know screw Erica. I'm not team Erica and I'm not team Garcelle. I'm Team both of them, because I think they were both set up. And I don't believe Garcelle's intention was to hurt Erica. I think she genuinely thought, and maybe with the producers... Like, maybe the producers were like, hey, maybe this will help Erica tell her story better. Or, you know, this wasn't something that was brought up to the other women, but it's probably something that should get out there so that Erica, you know, because she was being so open and honest with you guys. Because you also think about, well, like, why didn't Garcelle bring up other parts of the conver- of their actual conversation of what Erica revealed there? She didn't. She just kept pushing the phone calls with Tom, which she wasn't even present for. And also, like— And that's where Crystal comes in and she's like, oh, where you weren't there to see that she actually, you know, didn't want that brought up on camera. And, like, obviously Garcelle wouldn't know that because Garcelle wasn't present for the conversation. But I don't believe that Garcelle is, like, a bad guy in all of this. I think she genuinely thought that, like, maybe this would be a good thing. And so that's when you see Erica, you know, she exits the scene, goes into the bathroom, has her whole meltdown. And then that's when she gets into it with production. And so apparently... Obviously, this doesn't make the producers look good. So I'm hearing that executives at Bravo wanted that whole entire screaming match and like the fight cut out of the scene altogether because they didn't want to break the fourth wall. We know that Bravo only breaks the fourth wall when it's convenient for them, like the Teresa Juday stuff like two seasons ago with the pony pool. That was convenient because it made Teresa look bad. In this case, it makes the producers look bad. It made Danielle Staub look bad. Um, but in this case... It makes the producers look bad. And every time the producers are challenged at a reunion, we see that um, Andy always kind of shuts it down. It's the same thing that kind of happened with Luke at the Summer House reunion. If you'll remember when Luke said that the pro- producers encouraged him to invite Hannah Burner back to meet his family in, I don't know, Oklahoma, wherever the fuck he lives. I don't give a shit. Um Wherever he invited her back, he said the producers encouraged him to do that. And immediately, Andy shut that down. He's like, that's not true. That didn't actually happen. But then if you think about it, Andy has also been very open about the fact that he doesn't produce shows like Summer House and Vanderpump Rules. He only is a producer for The Housewives. All these other shows, now that he's no longer head of... what is it, head of production at Bravo, whatever his role was where he had more say in some of the other shows, he doesn't have that say anymore. So how would Andy even know that the producers didn't tell Luke that? He didn't know that because he's not a producer of Summer House. He was given his questions. He watched the show. He came in to tape the reunion, but he had no idea what conversations happen with the cast and what happens with Um, the producers because he doesn't have access to those notes. Only the producers and the executives that produce those shows have access to those notes. He's not an executive at Bravo anymore. He's only an executive producer for the housewives. So you'll see that those moments that every time that gets questioned, Andy always kind of shuts it down. But if you even listen to the conversation, because I went back and I watched the Erica versus Garcelle stuff um so it makes sense why they're protecting protecting Bravo and they cut out that entire screaming match which we saw Rena post about and then we saw Erica repost but if you go back and listen um to the actual like things that Garcel said and Crystal said and Erica said in that scene There is nothing that actually says that Garcelle was present for that conversation. You know, she says, you know, Erica shared, if you don't mind me saying that Tom calls her, but she never says Erica told me or Erica told us or Erica shared this with us when we were in the car or none of that comes up. None of anything else that they actually discussed ever comes up. And then Erica's response is, I feel like you're betraying my friendship right now, but please have your moment. And in my head, I was like, that was very interesting wording because normally you would say if somebody repeated something that you didn't want repeated, you would say, oh, I think you're betraying my trust right now because I trusted you and I said this in confidence. Erica doesn't say any of those things. She says you're betraying my friendship. And she's obviously you're betraying her friendship because you're bringing up something that you weren't even present for and you're bringing it up on, on camera and on the show. And like, you know, now and that's when she says now you're playing dirty because it's not like she just disclosed something to to um, Garcelle. And a lot of people were like, oh, well, you know, it's a reality show and you're supposed to talk about these things. I remember Denise Richards, the affair with Brandy happened off camera. And like, that's right. that's That's absolutely true. And that's absolutely right. And I'm not trying to say that Erica shouldn't Now address it because she is on a reality show and now it's been brought up, but now we've mentioned it now we've but now we've said it and now she kind of has to deal with it. But you also have to realize like this is a moment she didn't realize was about to come up on camera similar to Denise when that came up and Denise was caught off guard like these moments happen and you have to then address it in the moment. She ended up addressing it, but she addressed it with producers, and obviously producers are like, we're not going to do this. Because it also, obviously doesn't make the producers look good if they're getting in a screaming match with Erica and they're yelling back at her. Obviously, the producers don't want to become the subject of the reality show either, so we don't get to see them actually fighting and going back and forth with Erica. Um, And then... It, even if you pay attention, and I know this kind of happens a lot, and I catch it in, in reality shows often, but when you look at the part where Garcelle's talking about walking back with her and she says, we were walking back, you said that, you shared this with us, even looking at that, you it sounds like those lines were spliced together, which is common in reality shows. That happens all the time, but it just kind of continues to, you know, go into the fact that clearly... This wasn't what it actually was or what it, what Garcelle is trying to, you know, portray that it was. And then even if you watch Crystal's interview when she did watch What Happens Live after the fact, Crystal's also very specific about her wording and being like, well, Garcelle wasn't there. Garcelle wasn't there. She doesn't say what Garcelle was for, or what Garcelle wasn't there for. But it sounds like Gar- that like Crystal even got a little producer prodding or was told um, I mean, that this is more my own speculation, but, like, was told what to say and what not to say. Because if you listen to her interviews and what she says, that's where she's very particular about the words that she uses as well. Um, but, like, so I understand why Erica had that meltdown moment. And, you know, yes, naturally, when you're on a reality show, yeah, that, ha- like, you know. You have to address these things because you can't have any skeletons in your closet. And when it comes up, you have to address it. And she did address it. She just happened to have a freak out fuck about it afterwards. That's wild. Hi, Katie. Hi, Ansley. Um, you should be getting your Liddy City tank top soon, Ansley. I hope you enjoy it. OK, what do you guys think? What do you have to say about it? Um, yeah, even when you because I have all the sound bites here for me to mention Tom calling her, why would that set her off? That was in Garcelle's interview or in her confessional. For me to mention Tom calling her, why would that set her off? She never references that Erica told her that directly. Um, I was sharing a private moment, something that I haven't said. That's true, which, you know, continues to corroborate the fact that like Erica didn't realize she was being recorded in that moment. And she wasn't on camera, cameras were down, scene was wrapped, mics were still on, which I guess producers now are really good at keeping the mics on because we have so many of those good hot moments. As I mentioned when I was on Up and Adam this morning, um we had like the Barbara, Barbara Kay scene when Real Housewives of New York, when she was telling Carol about how she doesn't think that Luann's marriage is actually going to last. Which, you know, was her opinion, but she shared it and it was caught on Carol's mic and then ended up airing on the show and then blew up between Barbara and Luann. And then it eventually gave Barbara a chance to to come for an apple, which she ultimately blew that up. But Bravo producers know now, or pre- Evolution producers or whatever the production company, because they're all different for each of the franchises. Um, sorry, I had a burp. <laughs> this is live. We're, we're coming to you in real time. I burp sometimes. Um, but yeah, what do you guys? What do you guys think? How are you feeling? It also, like, the stakes are also so much higher, though. You have to realize, like, she's trying to give. And I'm not trying to defend her, but just, like, as somebody, like, imagining being in that sort of situation where you're on a reality show, obviously you kind of want to craft and paint somewhat of a narrative, but you also want to be careful about what you actually say because you're not trying to incriminate yourself at the same time. Okay. Um, I think your badges are turned off. Oh, shit, you're right. I forgot to turn on the badges. I don't even think I can turn them on now. Um... Sorry, guys, no badges tonight. I wish we could do badges because I love to give you shoutouts. I was also, like, curious as to why badges weren't on. That was my fuck-up. I apologize. Badges will be on. It's okay. This is a free broadcast. No tips. Um... Let's see. What else? Your girl, Mar, perhaps at this point where Erica said that she hadn't heard from Tom, she really hadn't. And that changed somewhere along the lines. I don't think she's heard from Tom. She's been very clear that she hasn't heard from him since she left the show or she hasn't spoken to him since she um, divorced him, which I think is actually true. And he could still call her and he can still reach out to her, but she is not allowed to have any sort of communication with her. I think that's true. Again, you, you're going to drag me in the comments because everybody loves to hate on Erica. There's no proof that she's had any communication with him. And she said that she, you know, the last time she heard from him was when she, you know, filed for divorce. Uh, she's lanky, slim. She's so desperate. And doing whatever she thinks she can to protect herself. I mean, I think anybody would do whatever they could to protect themselves at this point. Whether you want to believe her or not. Yeah, she's definitely trying to protect herself. She's, you know, left to pay all of Tom's debts. At the end of the day, Tom was the one that had a, a legal responsibility to do his clients right. And he did his clients do- dirty. It's not Erica's job to make sure the clients get paid back in the day. She didn't work at the law firm. That was Tom's responsibility. Um Surfer wife, I think she's been saying that she hasn't talked to Tom, not that she hasn't heard from him. Yeah, that's what I just clarified. She says that she hasn't talked to him, not that she hasn't heard from him. Clearly now we know she's heard from him because he's been calling her. Lizzie, how is it? Sunny there. I'm jealous. I'm guessing you're in Kelly, So Cal, Los Angeles, right here, right now. Um, sun is setting. Having a sunset drink. Mm, yum if the if the sound if the drinking and the slurping annoys you I know it kind of annoys me too um please let me know because I don't want to be that oh my god there are so many um Emily over bra Zach do you really think she hasn't contradicted herself i'm sure she has i'm sure she has um i know there was somebody or a couple of people this morning sent me like this reddit thread of all of erica's contradictions i'm sure she has but as i said this morning on up and adam like you have to also realize the context of a reality show like we don't always get the full story um and i'm sure she has absolutely contradicted herself i'm i'm pretty sure if we actually you know put it all out yeah we would absolutely see that um Yes, I think she's contradicted herself. By the way, love your drinks. Aw, thank you, Rita. I appreciate that. Cheers, guys. If anybody else is drinking some No Filter Rose, available at nofilterwine.com. If anyone's drinking it with me, let me know so I can give you a shout-out. I contradict myself daily. Yes, your girl, Mar. I'm sure I contradict myself all the time. Things change daily. I'm sure I've contradicted myself on the show many times because news and shows and, like, things change. Like, it's not uncommon to contradict yourself, and it's also not uncommon to kind of be a little filtered when you're in such a big legal and so much money is on the line. Not saying that she's innocent. I'm just saying, like, it's understandable that somebody, you know, would be a little more cautious. So Erica claims to be smart, a smart, tough cookie, so I find it hard to believe that she hasn't been to a bank in 25 years. Yeah, I think that, I don't know if I believe that at all. Alicia, your face looks fashionable. Love you. Oh, you follow my personal Instagram account, Alicia. Love you back, boo. Russ. Okay, guys, you're going too fast. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, I'll likely contradict myself in this chat tonight. Exactly, like it happens. It happens. Things like these things happen. Is it incriminating? Not really. Do I think it's that big of a deal? Depends on the contradiction. Hey, boo. Hey, Holly. Yeah, I saw your post yesterday. I uh, love you, Alicia. Uh, Shishi Lucy, can you just say that I love? Can I just say that I love Kathy and her Dell taco, tacos and straw and chia seeds? Kathy gives me life. I fucking love Kathy Hilton, and I think she deserves her own like reality show, maybe on Quibi, but Quibi's not a thing anymore. Can we all agree that Kyle is a facial? instigator that is Kyle's like best job and I think and I've heard producers not of Beverly Hills but different reality show producers I think when it was about the hills and they were talking about what made Lauren Conrad such a great reality star wasn't necessarily that she was all that entertaining or drama driven but she had great reactions and that's what makes a really good reality star is somebody that's able to can to still deliver without actually having to say anything Stacy Jean who is hunky Dory um I don't know I probably fucked him though at some point your hair looks on point thank you I'm getting it freshly bleached I believe next week I did like a a, a little like a um a mask and a fresh like purple tone that way it looks a little silvery and not so yellowy but thank you it needs to be washed because I worked out this morning and yesterday too so it's like really gross Thank you faux reality. Alicia Kathy Hilton is like Rose on Golden Girls. Yes, she is. That is the perfect analogy. Which mask? Um, by Moroccan Oil. I use the platinum, the one in platinum. It's a Moroccan Oil color depositing mask. Love your brows. Thank you. Everyone always talks about my brows. It's the credit of Eco Brow. Great, like, threader. Marco is a great threader. And then a Botox, Dr. Deer, Dr. Deer Plastic Surgery. He does just enough Botox to open up my eyes and like get my brows. Perfect. Eco Brow and a little bit of Botox. Uh, Elizabeth, why didn't Bravo include Erica's fight with producers? They broke the fourth wall with Denise. Yes. I mentioned that earlier that I think it was. It, yes, it broke. It made Denise look bad. And it's the same thing with Teresa and her fourth wall break in like two seasons ago with the Pony Pool. It made Teresa and Danielle look bad. In this case, it doesn't make the producers look good. It makes the producers look bad because it makes it look like they were doing, you know, this Frankenstein manufacturing of the storyline to push that coming out on the show. And, you know, I, I haven't read all of the articles of what's being said in the press as of today. There's, I know that the hot mic moment broke in the press today. I heard about it yesterday and I said it on Up and Adam this morning before all of that broke. You heard it here first, like Caroline Manzo. Um, But and you can look at the timestamps. And I know in there they talk about the hot mic, the blow up with the producers over the hot mic moment. But I think that that didn't actually air and the executives had that cut because it makes the producers look bad. It makes it look like they're fabricating things or pushing storylines that aren't actually there. Um, And then if they're yelling back and forth with a talent, that doesn't make them look good either. In Real Housewives of Potomac, Michael Darby broke the fourth wall because he looks bad. Yeah, when the reality star looks bad, like Bravo has to protect the brand. Bravo has to protect the producers. And the producers are obviously going to protect themselves as well. If, you know, if a producer doesn't look good, the producer doesn't want to be the subject of the reality show. So the producer is not going to let that footage actually air. I'm sure the camera ops were filming it all. I hope that now that it's come out, We see some of it at the reunion. I don't know if they'll ever admit to Garcelle not being present for that conversation, but I hope it does come up and we get to see some of that footage of Erica going back and forth with the producers. However, I do think if we ever see that footage, it'll make Erica look bad and make it look like she's attacking the producers and we'll probably not get to see the producer side of it. It'll it'll look like Erica's lashing out at them, I'm sure. How do you feel, uh, bowl and brush hair? How do you feel about, ooh, bowl and brush hair? Like, is in, like, you have a bowl haircut? Girl. Uh, how do you feel about Erica's constant tea spilling of Tom and sprouts of crying? And spouts of crying? Constant uh, tea spilling? Uh, I don't, has she, well, I mean, I guess she spilled some tea about Tom. I mean, at this point, I think she's in, like, a fight or flight mode. And we have to remember, this is breaking out in real time, um, if you do know, remember the timing of everything, the La Quinta trip and when Erica leaves the trip is only a few days before the Trisha Bigelow stuff comes up on her Instagram. So I would assume that probably comes up in next week's episode or the episode after. Probably not this upcoming episode, only because I feel like we would have seen that in the previews. And it looks like we don't actually see Erica in next week's episode. Based off of my memory, don't quote me on that. She may have been in the preview. I don't really remember her in the preview, I, I mainly see Sutton and Sutton being like, I don't want to be around her. And then we see the, what was it, the LA Times article that came out about the two of them. So you have to remember, like, this is breaking in real time. So a lot of her reactions, I'm sure some of it is her trying to self-produce and trying to control the narrative, but also having these unhinged moments of being like, fuck, I can't control all this. I can't contain all this. I don't know what to do. What how do you what do you feel about Andy, Teresa Ross? Um fine i don't know your, your questions have to be a little bit more specific guys how do i feel about andy i think andy's attractive i wouldn't mind having sex with him um if he wants to take me to his his new york apartment i wouldn't say no i think he's getting really bored with doing reunions i think he's getting a little bored with doing watch what happens live understandably he's a dad now he's in a different place in his life I don't know. You have to be more specific with your questions, guys. Um, Erica knew and knows everything. Thank you, local on North. Thank you for that. I appreciate you giving me your expert advice. Um, Erica knew and knows everything, guys. Here it is, breaking news. Erica knew and knows everything. I don't believe she knew and knows everything. Um, I know a lot of Erica haters want to believe that. Um... I am curious, though, about the Rinna of it all and whether or not you think she got in trouble for I'm pretty sure she got in trouble for revealing on her Instagram story about the producer versus Erica screaming match fight. I'm pretty sure Bravo is not happy about that, but it's also at the same like I get it like from her perspective of like, well, if we're filming a reality show, shouldn't we show the reality Um, And if we're protecting our producers, why don't we have that same sort of standard for talent? But then I get it because like producers don't sign up to be on the show. But I'm pretty sure the fact that Rinna immediately took it down, I think she knew she was going to have to take it down. She was like, you know, it was like a Trisha A. Bigelow moment when Erica posted the text messages with Tom, which I hear he actually that flip phone is actually real. And those text messages might not actually be from 10 years ago that he still uses that little flip phone. I mean, not surprising with, you know, his antediluvian age. But um, yeah, I, th- I'm, I think Rinna probably got a scolding from production or from the network, probably from the network more than production. Production at this point is ho- is like, holy fuck. And they're probably thinking at some point they're going to have to reveal that footage probably at the reunion. The fact that Erica reposted it, Erica hasn't really said much. She hasn't been posting anything. I don't I don't believe she's been, I don't really pay attention to her social media all that much because I think it is a little tone-deaf and tactless and out of touch, but um I think that she definitely I think they both probably got in trouble. And I think Erica's probably having like a standoff with the producers right now. Oh, God, there are so many comments. Um, well, I mean, he is like 90 years old. He's eighty-two, right? Or eighty-three. I don't know. He's Grave years old. Um, Shishi Lucy, curious on Tom and his black eye. Well, clearly the law has beaten him up. Obviously. Lizzie, but luckily I highly doubt Rinna would ever get fired though. I mean, here's the thing. Like Rinna... People love to hate on Rinna, and I'm not saying I always love Rinna. I don't hate any of the housewives, actually. I don't always love all of them, but I don't hate on them only because I feel like all of the housewives have a different formula to fill. Like everyone's like, oh, Kyle's boring, but like Kyle has a role to fill. Oh, Kathy's kooky and crazy and she's faking it, but she has a a role to fill and like it fits the formula for the show. You know, I don't like to hate on any of the housewives because I think it's all part of like a greater map. It's like saying, you know, looking at the United States and being like, oh, I hate Delaware. I mean, Delaware is not a very popular state. And to be honest, I don't love Delaware all that much. But like, you know, it's definitely part of the map. You can't deny it. And it works. Um, Ansley, Zach, tell them how he looked like the Golden State Killer. He looked like the fucking creptaker. I don't know what that wa- I don't know, like if that was fake or if that was real or what. He looked horrible, and clearly he needs a wife to help him like dress himself like whoever that nurse is, she's not doing him any favors, and maybe that was intentional. I don't know um it's mrs daniel let mrs Danielle daniel mrs dan- miss daniel t it's really it's reality r v for a reason. oh, I think you meant to say reality t v not reality r v uh, drag me, Monique. Thoughts on Nicki Minaj hosting the reunion. Oh God, I mean, I think it would be great if we gave Nicki Minaj a segment. Like remember when Brandy Glanville got a segment the season after she got fired? And she came out and she's like, hey, bitches, guess what? I'm drinking wine and there's nothing any of you can do about it. I think if we give Nicki Minaj one of those, I think that would be great. I don't think Nicki Minaj has the skill set to be able to host a reunion. That's not me being judgmental. That's not me being trying to be racist. Don't throw out those accusations in the comment. I'm saying that because... Like, I can't go up on a stage and rap like Nicki Minaj, nor can I dance like Nicki Minaj. Everybody has a very particular skill set, and I don't know if Nicki Minaj has the skill set to be able to host a reunion. Andy Cohen does it because it's a craft, and he's really good at it. You know, he knows how to capture the camera's attention. He knows how to, you know, pivot during some... Conversations. He knows how to push a little harder. He knows how to do it in a way that keeps him likable, but also be a little shady to where, you know, it feels like he's on our side or on the fan side. Paris Hilton should. I mean, she's getting better at interviewing. She has a podcast, so... I don't know if she's the, ba- I mean, but it's different between like being an interviewer and hosting a reunion, very different elements. Like when I host a podcast or when I do a live or when I'm on stage moderating a panel, very different things, very different formats. Your, your head needs to be operating with 15 different tabs open at the same time. It's not an easy job. Um, what, what, what did Odetta say? Odetta, they should have a housewife from a former another franchise host the reunion. I think that would be fun. I really do, especially because I think Andy Cone's getting so exhausted with it. I mean, I wouldn't even hate the idea of having Brandi Glanville host a reunion because she would be so messy and she's also been doing podcasts and interviews for so long that she well, I don't know, she has a lot of help from her producer that like helps her. Um, but that would actually not be a bad idea. I actually really like that idea of bringing in a housewife. Your girl Mar, Nikki isn't a host. She's a performer and it'll become her taking over the set. No, I agree. Like, you're right. Like, everybody has a different skill set. And I think we should play to those skill sets. If you want to branch out, work on those, build up those skills, and then we'll throw you in a new seat. All right. What else we got, guys? Um, lol, Kimsey is bro is a broke ass. I don't know what's going on with her, but she um, love your respect for broadcasting as a whole too. Thank you, Lizzie. Uh, Zach should host it. Thank you, Stacy Jean. I would love to host it. I'm trying to get on. Oh, well, I guess I I'm shooting myself in the foot with this live today, but I've been trying to get on the what do you call it the one of the panels at Bravo We'll see if that actually happens. Uh, But to piggyback to Kim Zolciak, I heard that she was like asking people for money. I saw that she came out and said that she wasn't asking people for money and that wasn't her. Her staff posted that to like a link tree or something. I don't know all the details with that. It sounds like Kim Zolciak definitely needs some cash. It sounds like her plan to sell Don't Be Tardy to a streaming network is not actually happening. Thank you, next. Uh, Miss Danielle T. Imagine another woman in a cat fight. Those reunions get it. Yes. Blair, 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 Blair. Yes. I don't know what you're yes into, but yes. Um. Arfika. Why didn't the victims get money that Tom sold his La Quinta house? Ooh, okay. Let's talk about the La Quinta house because somebody brought this up in the DMs, um, that the La Quinta house might actually be, because there were two houses, remember, in out in that area. There was the La Quinta house that's right next to Erica. And then there was the second house that they found, that we found out in, the, in last night's episode. It was last night. Yeah, in last night's episode, that the house was sold. I think the house that was sold, that they found out was sold, was Kathy Reisner's house, which is Tom's second wife, his ex-wife. The one that testified against him. Remember all of that? So that came, I think that was her house because it said the house was sold in 2018. That's when Kathy died. Kathy RIP, rest in peace, girl, in the grave. But like, you know, she really took Tom's secrets to the grave. If two can keep a secret, two can keep a secret if one of them is dead. We learned that from Pretty Little Liars. But so RIP Kathy, I think that may have been her house in Palm Springs. And maybe that's why Tom didn't want... um. Erica didn't know the details about that because his ex-wife was living there. Zach, did you find out how she died? Mafia attack. No, don't quote me on that. That is not real. That is a joke. Um, I don't know how Kathy died. I Maybe we'll have a seance one day. Mia or Wendy? Um, Both? Yes, Kathy died. Not Kathy Hilton, but Kathy Reisner, Tom's ex-wife, passed away in 2018. I found the obituary. I found the sister. All of it. Kathy, R A P has passed away. What were we talking about, Mia or Wendy? Again, I don't like to pick teams. I think they're both great. I think they both, I mean, Wendy's getting a little annoying with her Zen Wen. I'm Zen Wen, and today, Zen Wen has time. Bitch, calm down. Girl, stop. What are you doing? Like, stop. Like, now you're just trying to be a gif. You're trying to be a meme, and thank you, next. I liked you last season. I liked you at the top of this season. I liked the new boobies. What are you doing? Stop. A live girl. Hey girl, you're alive, not like Kathy Reisner. Zach, babe, you focus too much on Erica Jane not being in on the scheme from the start, but wouldn't you say it's super obvious that she's now involved in the cover-up? Interesting point. Very good point. Um we have yet to see if that I mean, maybe I'm not ruling that out at all. Um She could very likely be part of, you know, covering it up. And we see in these early in these episodes over the past couple of weeks, like she's very um, like she wants to protect Tom. And that's probably natural. She was married to him for 20 years that like, you know, I'm sure there's a natural instinct to want to protect your spouse. I'm sure after this L.A. Times article comes out on the show, which we all remember from back in December, I'm sure once that breaks on the show and she learns more about the scheme that he had in place, Maybe she may be less likely to be so kind to him and want to protect him. But at the same time. Maybe I'm not ruling that out, you know, I, she could be part of the cover up. I don't know. Could she be doing it to protect Tom? Could she be doing it to protect herself? All in the realm of possibility. As of yet, though, we have yet to see her guilty of anything or any, or find anything incriminating. So, I mean, it's all kind of still up in the air. But, again, I've, do- I've done all the deep dives. I've talked to all the legal experts. There's nothing that really incriminates her other than, and as Emily D. Baker said when she was on my show, the only thing that may incriminate her is the taxes. If Tom was evading taxes, Erica did sign the tax, tax paperwork, and she did sign the tax returns, so the IRS will likely be coming for Erica next. And she may have to, you know— Highly unlikely that she'll have to serve any jail time. If she does serve jail time, it'll probably be for tax evasion or tax fraud. But we'll see. Um, Miss Danielle T. I believed she didn't know in the beginning, but the more this goes on, I don't believe Erica. It's like when one of my kids try and tell me a lie. Very elaborate details. So confused. Possibly. Very possible. Not ruling that out a gossip in a glass. Do you think she left Tom because he went broke? I think that was part of it. I think she found out he was going broke, found out that he was lying to her, and then also um, started to find out about the lawsuits. Whether she knew to what extent, I believe she started to become privy to some of it. And I think that was part, and that was like the the breaking point. Because like if you really love your husband and he has dementia and Alzheimer's, Don't you think at that point, like Garcelle said, you would just wait it out? Right. There had to have been something that really motivated her to leave. And because I don't think she would have left him Uh, like the car story. Oh, Tom and the Ding Dong Ditch. Everyone loves when I say Tom and the Ding Dong Ditch. Um, Yeah, the car story, I think, was elaborate. But I also feel like and I've said this before. I think that was a much longer conversation that had over that happened over the course of like maybe an hour or two hours that was cut down. I mean, and now that we're seeing the producer, the producers aren't really protecting her. Maybe they, I think what happened in that scene where she's telling the story of Tom, you know, falling off into the ding dong ditch. I think it was, she probably went into more detail with the women and that's why none of the other women question it, but because Sutton's role in all of this is to kind of really, question things um and because we know that there's going to be some beef between sutton and erica later down the line i think the reason they had that confessional of sutton is one because she's playing that character and but she was really the only one that seemed to be confused by the story so i think it was a bit of uh editing and production trying to foreshadow the beef that's to come later with sutton and erica down the line and show kind of the pieces as to why Sutton's starting to question these things Rita, the lawyer Ronald McDonald is looking at her assets of Erica Jane. He has a lot to say about her. Yeah, I have a lot to say about Ronald McDonald, and it's not very good. Um, and I know everyone loves to like when I shade him. I mean, is he doing a good job? Yeah. I you know, and credit is due where credit is due. But Ronald McDonald is he still on your back. Uh, actually, yes, he DM'd me today. I haven't opened it, I haven't read it, but he did DM me something today. Um, and he was relentless in trying to come back on my show. I don't know if that's what the DM is requesting. I, um, again, have not yet opened the DM. But he, thank you for bringing up Ronald McDonald again. He did DM me. Um, I think, I don't know, I think his, I really liked him at the beginning. I had him on my show. I interviewed him. But I think since then, the attention has really gotten to his head. And his priorities are a little off. And I even noticed that he's changing his tune a little bit. I listened to him on Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. And he, uh, one, shaded me in that interview. But two, also um, talked about how, what did he say? He was talking about, oh, how he's trying to prove Eric is innocent. And I think he's changing his tune because he's realizing that she's not as complicit as he wanted to believe that she was, and now he's not actually finding anything that holds her to any of this. Um, and so that's why he's changing his tune and being like, I'm trying to prove that she's innocent. But it's like, are you? It seems like you're trying to prove whatever narrative is going to like, you know, gain more fans and attention for yourself. Again, I liked Ronald McDonald at the beginning. Not such a fan of him anymore. Uh, he's so thirsty. I agree, Sammy. I agree with you. He's a snake, blair, 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 blair. Yes. I, well, I mean, I think he's, he's slimy. I don't know if I would call him a full on snake. Um, he's backtracking. You're damn right. He's backtracking. That was crazy. What was crazy? Chow Britt. Miss Danielle T. I could never hate Rinna. All while she makes the show. See, that's the thing is it's like we love, like there are people we can love to hate. You know what I mean? Or there are people that play the villain and are good at playing the villain. I think Lisa Rinna is good at stirring the pot. Any info on why Kate left? Oh my God, we have so many, we have questions here. Um, okay. I will get to those questions in a second. Um, why Kate left chat room? I think it was a contract dispute. I think she wanted more money. She wanted more airtime. I don't think she liked Hannah Burner and wanted to get her fired. And that wasn't going to happen because Hannah Burner was really popular at that time. Not so much anymore. Um and if anybody's curious about my history with Hannah Burner, I recommend you go and listen to the aspirational podcast with Diana Espir, where I get into the Hannah Burner of it all um, and my experience with Hannah Burner. But I think it was definitely a contract dispute. They probably didn't want to give her more money or more creative control over the show, and that's probably why she exited because it was her show originally. Um, backtracking, I think Bethany would make a good host at the reunions. Uh, yeah, I don't think she would be a bad host. Bull and brush hair. Am I the only one that feels Kyle tries too hard to always play both sides? Yes. I mean, no, you're not the only one. Yes, I agree with that. I think she tries to be the peacemaker. She tries to, like, not get into the the mud. That's very much her role. You kind of need a peacemaker on these shows, though. Uh, Chow Britt. I love Sutton. I don't know why everyone doesn't like her. I don't dislike Sutton. I think a lot of people like Sutton, a lot of people like Sutton— Because she's coming after Erica. But it's funny because a lot of people hated Sutton at the beginning of the season when she had beef with Crystal. So it's like, y'all need to make up your mind on, like, how you feel. And you're allowed to change your opinion. Okay. Uh, Kimya. If incriminating info comes out, will the girls turn on Erica? Probably. It sounds like they're going to turn on Erica a bit in these upcoming episodes before they ultimately settle. Because at the end of the day, there's, like, Kyle's standing by her. Surprisingly, Garcelle is standing by her. Um, and this is like all after the fact and with all the current information, but I think we're going to watch them go through that trepidation of being like, I don't know if I believe her. I don't know if I trust her. We'll see. Okay. Let's look at some of these questions. Let's see. Okay. How do I, um, M or RSM just want to say congrats. I just started here and it was in the twenties and tonight you got to 94 people. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. We start when we would do lives at the beginning. You're right. We did start and only about 20 people would come into the lives. Today we hit 100. You're right. Thank you. Sorry, not a question. Well, thank you, M.R. Sam, and thank you for being so loyal. These hoes ain't loyal, but you is. Okay. Next question. I think Erica is going to be intro. Oh, this is coming from faux reality. Fa reality. I don't know how to say that. Fa reality. Fa Mulan. I think Erica is going to be in trouble when she sits in deposition. All of this that she is saying will be entered as evidence. Yes and no. That's another thing Ronald McDonald was talking about a lot. He loves to go to like the press and be like, I'm going to use all of this against Erica in the court of law. And then again, I was listening to him on Heather McDonald's podcast where he contradicted himself and said, I can't actually use. And I've heard other legal experts say they can't actually use that as evidence against Erica, whatever she says on the show, because the show is just an entertainment television show. You can say whatever you want. or You can lie however you want. It's not necessarily going to be incriminating when you're under oath in the court of law, and you're like, I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, pat the puss. That's the moment where you have to be honest and tell the truth. And that's when, you know, you can be incriminated for anything you say when you're under oath. Not necessarily what you say on the show. Ronald McDonald said that on Heather McDonald's podcast. Which is also interesting, because just last week, he gave an interview with Us Weekly where he's like, I'm going to use all of that against her. Just saying. Just saying. Okay, what's the next? Oof, oh, oh, so, oh my God! Now you're all sending in questions. Okay, hold up, wait a minute. Um, I missed your big uncover about deep dive. Can I find a lesson to it? A link? I think you meant a link to it, Teresa. Uh, youtubecom slash Zach or on the podcast. It's available on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, wherever you listen to podcasts. The deep dive is on the podcast. Part one and part two are on the podcast. Part one was back in January. Part two is um part two just came out last week. And there are two parts to part two. There's the deep dive part two, and then there's the QA that I did with Emily D. Baker, where we go further into follow-up questions. Thanks, Teresa. Um, okay. Uh I missed it. What did Rina post? Rina posted, oh, I think I have it. Oh, fuck, it's on my phone and my phone's recording Instagram live. Um Rina posted. I think it's on my story. So let me actually try and find it. It's expensive to be Um. Okay. Rina posted on her Instagram story. She said, dang it. I wish they had shown the screaming fight between the producer. Oh, the producer, not producers, the producer and Erica last night on the show in La Quinta. Now that would have been epic TV. Too bad. Bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. I'll get in trouble for this in five, four, three, two, one. Boom. That's what we posted on her Instagram story. Erica reposted it. And that's when all of the, the press started to pick up what actually went down. Um, The notorious Mitch. Oh, what's going on, Mitch? Why are you so notorious? What are you doing? Are you doing something naughty on the on the OnlyFans? Um, didn't Erica tell the girls the day before that Tom hasn't called her, that he's too proud? I don't remember that. Did she say that? But again, we we have to remember her revealing that Tom has called her was a hot mic moment. So she wasn't trying to reveal that on the show. Um Shunk yc i missed your tea on the hot mic just joined. will you make it available on youtube yes the live will be available on youtube and i think this is the first time i'll make the live also available on the actual podcast so just so you know it'll be revealed on bolt so you can listen to it from the top from the top make it drop that's some wet ass pussy uh, didn't Erica tell Tom? Yeah, I, I don't know. That may be true, but you also have to remember it was a hot mic moment that she wasn't expecting to reveal on the show. So she may have not been truthful in whatever she said prior. That's a possibility. And now she's caught up in the light. Oh my God. Now everyone's sending in questions. Okay. Um, uh, the Rinna post not Erica tell the girls I missed your big cover. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, what did you think about? Uh, what did you think about Lisa Rinna calling out production and Erica arguing on her Instagram stories? I thought it was ballsy. I thought it was really ballsy. And I was like, you know what, Lisa Rinna? I got to give you props for that one because you probably got in a hell of a lot of trouble. I'm pretty sure she got her asshole ripped apart worse than Harry Hamlin ever could for that one. And you know what? It made me like her a lot more. That's ballsy. Will Erica's reputation ever recover? Maybe. I don't know. I feel like so many people hate her. She Maybe not. Maybe she'll be able to. I don't know. I think enough – I think eventually some people will come to, like, believe her if she's innocent. Um, I don't know. Okay, old school. Old school South Stoner. Oh, hey, get it, girl, Mauricio. Um, Are you thinking when Erica was sobbing and talking to herself in the bathroom that she was really talking to the producer then? Yes, I do think that. I think – they made it look like she was crying and sobbing and talking to herself, but I don't believe that she actually was. I think that was a producer thing. Um, do you think Erica will be at the reunion taping? I think she's contracted to be at the reunion taping. So if she wants her paycheck, which she obviously needs right now, she's going to be at the reunion taping. Um, or she can, because I, I, look at the ones that didn't show up to reunion taping. Adrian Malouf and Lisa Vanderpump. Why? They don't need the money. Prandy Glanville came to every reunion. Girl came and got her paycheck. Adrian did not need the money or care to come back after her shit was outed. Lisa Vanderpump also um did not need the money, but you know who did need the money was Teresa Judice, which is why she did every single reunion. Okay, guys, we have to wrap. We're gonna they're gonna cut us at the one hour mark, and we only have six minutes left. So I'll on- answer three more questions. So if you have a question, get it in now. Um. Ansley, why be so secretive about Tom calling Erica if she's not really answering and talking to him? Who cares? I think because when she realized that it was brought up on the... It was being brought up on the show and not... um, and it was a hot mic moment and they were exposing it. Once you feel like producers and like the cast are starting to do you dirty, you don't know how it's going to get edited or portrayed. So my initial thought was if that happened to me, I would have thought, Oh, I wonder if are those sirens in your area? Yeah, boo. They I live in downtown LA. There are sirens all the time. Um, I would be concerned about how it would be perceived and maybe they I would be worried that they would edit it because they clearly don't seem to have my back. I would be worried that they would edit it to only say Tom has been calling me every day and maybe possibly cut out the part where I say because I guess at that point you're like a cat in a corner and you don't know what's actually, you know, going to make the cut and how it's going to be perceived or anything. They should do a gallery talk. Um, in the beginning, Alzheimer's can still be dementia, and my grandfather had Alzheimer's. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that about your grandfather, babe. Um, okay, what else we got? Do you think Andy is biased about Erica's situation? Um, I think he believes her, and so do the the women, and I think they have more access to like her side of the story than we do, so that I think says a lot. Um, Miss Danielle, do you feel like someone is watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills making itemized list of all of Erica's expenses? I believe that's part of what Ronald McDonald is doing. I believe that's part of what he's doing. And I believe that that's what he can use against her is like, be like, oh, you have this property. This property is estimated at this much uh, value. That's community. That's marital property. It's community property that has to be given up. That I know he can use the show for. What she says on the show necessar- can't necessarily be used against her unless she contradicts something that she says under oath, and then people can be like, well, you well, you said a different story when you were on the show, so were you lying then or are you lying now? And they can kind of play that card. Would you ever want to be a producer for Bravo? Kimya. Kim Kimya. Would I? I don't know. Maybe? I don't know. Would I want to be a producer for Bravo? I feel like there are so many like strict ties and it's not a very easy job. And I read, I've um, been reading, I'm almost done reading The Housewives. Show that on the, on the YouTube and then on the here. The Housewives by Brian Moylan. And he talks about the producers and it doesn't seem like they have a very easy job at all. Okay. All right, guys, should we wrap? Look, at, there is still a good chunk of wine. So to the motherfuckers in the comments that want to be like, oh, you always get so drunk. I've drunk like that much of the wine. OK, If you don't have anything nice to say, then go tweet about it somewhere else. Um, I would love to hate. I would hate to be in her shoes on a reality show. I know that much. I know it's hard, but like that's your income. That's the base of your income. That's your job. We never talked about Ebony. Um, Fuck, you're right. We have like two minutes, though. What do I think about Ebony? Um, I think she was done dirty in that Daily Mail article because it was clearly like an interview that they did with her, but they made it look so much worse than it actually was. And they shade and drag her so much in that article. But at the same time, I also I don't think Ebony is a good fit for Real Housewives of New York. And that's my honest opinion. I don't think she was a good fit for the show. That's. I just don't think she meshes with these women. I think it's also a tricky season because of all the COVID shit. And then you have Ramona and Luann, who I think are kind of really phoning it in this season. So I just think it was a bad season overall. I don't think Leah is, or sorry, I don't think Ebony is a good fit for this cast of women. That could change in the future. I just don't think there's much chemistry. I don't think they gel. And I also think, you know, I've seen some of Ebony's tweets lately or not lately, but tweets from her past. You know, we love to dig up 10-year-old tweets, but I saw some four-year-old tweets where she was heavily endorsing Donald Trump and, like, you know, love is very much build the wall. And I'm not one to judge anybody's political position, but when you're preaching one thing on the show and your past tells a very different story, that doesn't look very good for you, girl. The article is factual. She isn't as woke as she makes herself out to be. I That's the the takeaway that I left that with, is that a lot of what she's said on the show is not actually what, um, is not actually what she believes politically based off of her history. Okay, guys, we do have to wrap. It's going to cut us off in a minute. Um, be sure to give me a follow personally at Just Plain Zach. If you want to keep up with me, keep up with the show. At No Filter with Zach, we go live every Thursday night. At No Filter with Zach, get my housewives watching wine inspired by some of my favorite... Uh, iconic Housewives Moments. This one says, Now tell me who gon' check me, boo. Inspired by Atlanta at nofilterwine.com. 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 Listen to hashtag nofilter with Zach Peter every Monday. We have uh, news breakdowns. Wednesdays, we have interviews. And then we go live every Thursday nights. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Follow the YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to subscribe. This is for those of you on the Instagram. Go to the YouTube because I'm almost at 10,000 followers on YouTube and I want our subscribers on YouTube and I want to hit that 10,000 number. So if you're not yet subscribed on the YouTube, go to YouTube.com Just Plain Zach and subscribe right now because I'm like this close to breaking 10,000 and I would love to do that um, just because it's a good vanity metric and I love that validation. Um, yeah, and if you are watching this on the YouTube, hit that subscribe button. If you haven't already hit that like button, sign up for notifications so that when the tea is spilled, you know about it first. All right, guys love you love you love you mean it mean it mean it Liddy, Liddy, city on the titties all right ciao for now bye